honestly, this has never happened to me before. Like, this is the first time ever where I have so much shit to use as an intro and I'm genuinely spoiled for choice. Like, I was actually looking for an intro and, you know, there's um, some inmate banging a female prison guard and having it in view of other prisoners. There's a condoms being expensive intro that I'm thinking about. And then, you know, there's Kodak Black and shit. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, which one should I actually use? Because I'm genuinely spoiled for choice right now. Because I can't use all of them. Because I usually need, like, one for an intro. So, um, I think I'll use the Kodak Black one because it's probably the most time-sensitive one. So, yeah, I guess that's what we're going to use. So, let's make some noise, then I can get into it, right? So story is Kodak Black has deactivated his IG page. That's it. Like that's literally it. Well, he also did give a bunch of ACs to some women, you know, just supporting the projects and everything. But yeah, he mainly deactivated his IG account, but he didn't just deactivate it for nothing. He deactivated it following some backlash because apparently he had posted up a video of himself throwing a hundred thousand US into the ocean. As in, he just took money and just threw it into the ocean. And here's the thing. You know, rappers will do all sorts of stupid shit. Personally, I don't even think this is the worst that he's done with his money. My issue is, he isn't even worth that much. Like, I'm not saying that he's poor or anything. Like, by all means, he's got money. But this guy, I kid you not, according to Celebrity Net Worth and Republic World... As of me checking this sometime towards the end of this past month, is worth an estimated 600,000 US dollars. And he threw 100,000 US dollars. Now, I know for a fact that your net worth isn't calculated by the amount of money you have, but rather by the current value of the assets that you own. And the thing is, like, I get it. You know, him throwing 100k doesn't mean that he's moved from, you know, 600 to 500 or from 700 to 600. Plus, you know, him keeping it wouldn't have meant that he'd have moved from, you know, 600k to 700k net worth. It's just that he's not worth that much and he's blowing money just like that. Like, he'd have gone and bought himself, like, I don't know, something that would have increased in value. Like, I don't know, you know, get something basic like a couple of bricks of gold or some shit. Like, that shit retains its value. And if anything, that would have probably upped his net worth even by, like, a little bit. But he decided to throw it into the ocean. Although, personally speaking, I don't even think that's the worst of it. Because, yes, I can get it. You know, people must be pissed. And, you know, it's entirely right for them to be pissed about him wasting money like that. You know, yet he can use that money for other things, even helping other people. You know, besides just buying the ACs that he did. But... You think about it, these rappers will spend cash like this on chains that don't necessarily hold their value. Like, they'll go and spend 100, 200k on a chain, on diamonds, on, you know, diamond-encrusted Rolexes, which, let's be honest, won't carry the same amount of prestige and value as an actual Rolex, even when it gets to the vintage level. Like, they blow so much cash on such shit... And then they usually have to take them back to more or less the same people that they bought it from so that they can have them cleaned after a while. 
So not only are they blowing through 100k, they're blowing through even more money to clean the chains that they bought for 100k plus. Which, you know, when you kind of think about it, is probably the worst use of the money. So, I don't know, like, I can get pissed off at Kodak Black, but genuinely, he's he's wasted his money on more useless shit. So, in a sense, I think, you know, him leaving a couple of dollars for, for Kina Spongebob won't be that big of an issue. But anyways, that being said, I'm not one to decide what somebody should do with their money, but I am a podcaster that does know a little bit here and there about relationships. So we should probably start the podcast. So welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. He's also the man that once thought that Bukaki was a Japanese form of martial arts. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex and relationships show where I come in, talk about something that somebody's gonna disagree on. Usually there's no form of agreement from some people that listen. But guess what? We usually continue doing this shit and there's some people that love it and they keep on coming back. And I appreciate them every single time. So if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Thank you so much for listening to Break Time on Westside and choosing Break Time on Westside. We don't usually have cookies, but we do have a couple of breadcrumbs of knowledge here and there. Trust me, three quarters of that shit is actually considered garbage by some people. But well, you know, we, we're still doing this shit and we're 80 episodes strong on Battle of the Sexes. Tweet Street comes on Friday as well. So make sure you stay tuned for that as well. And, you know, if you love it, make sure you give some feedback on Facebook at Breaktime on Westside is a handle to reach us on. On Instagram, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs at Bagaka the D and, you know, just show some love over there. But anyways, speaking of love, I would like us to talk about somebody that has been a participant in, you know, Matters Love or at least Love and Hip Hop. And I'm talking about a man known as Ray J. Now, this man is very interesting he is probably one of the most interesting celebrities ever because you can't really pinpoint who he is as a person or what you know makes him a celebrity because you could say that he's an artist but he hasn't made music in years so you know technically his two hit wonders could probably classify him as that although i'm not gonna lie much as they call him a two hit wonder kind of person i only know of one of those hits and it's one wish and honestly the other hit if anything is him hitting Kim K on camera. But, you know, we can always leave that one aside. So, moving it on, you know, he is a celebrity of sorts, and he was spotted holding hands with another celebrity that isn't his very recently married wife. And that celebrity just so happens to be Wendy Williams. At least, you know, we know what Wendy Williams is famous for. How you doing? And here's the thing, you know, people kind of brought in this whole thing of, oh, you know, Ray J and Wendy Williams are having a thing. And much as people would come out to say oh you know he's a married man hell even wendy williams spoke about it i'm not ready to just discount that because i kid you not this is this is ray you are talking about aka ray j the one who dated whitney houston who was like 20 years older than him lil kim who probably could have been like 10 years older and pamela anderson who's probably like also 10 years older than him this is the same ray j that made kim k famous because of dick game So if anything, this guy's dating life has that thing that actors like to refer to as range. And to be quite honest, like I get it, you know, they can be two friends just simply going out for lunch and you know, it seems normal. It's just that, you know, if if you've already hit Whitney Houston, like 
fam, clearly you don't have a problem with going for older women. And even though Wendy Williams came out to say that, oh, you know, Ray J's a friend, blah, blah, he's a married man and I'm a friend to the family. We all know that people like to play that way. Like, we know very well. Some of the easiest people to cheat with are the people that are closest to the family or that are closest to the partner that you're with. Or, you know, you, if if you're the partner that's cheating. Because you'll find time and time again, you will find that people will cheat with the other person's friend, the other person's sibling, the other person's cousin or relative or mother, I guess. And usually it just comes and it hits people. And no one wants to admit it, but they're like, oh my goodness, that's so crazy. But it's become a little bit too normal right now. So when I see a story like this and I'm seeing them holding hands and shit, I'm just sitting back thinking, you know what? Maybe man's missed wrinkled pussy. Like, I've never tried it before, so I wouldn't know how great or how bad it is. You know, maybe it's okay. Maybe there's a way that, you know, older people know how to throw it back really well. And, you know, probably he was missing it and he decided to go for it right after lunch. Because even with the way his hand was being held and everything, he's the man and all. But, yo, Wendy Williams looked like she can dominate a nigga in the bedroom. And probably that's what the man wants. So, in a sense, I wouldn't blame the man for doing it. I'd probably just say, you know, if you're going to do that shit, just make sure that there's very darkly tinted cars right outside every establishment you're in so people don't spot you like this. Otherwise, if you're going to use Wendy as a side, bruh, I'm sure you can aim a little bit differently and go for somebody like Tony Braxton or some shit. At least she's fine and shit. But anyways, that's just, you know, speculation as of now. All that I'm saying is... You know, whenever people like to say that they're a close friend of the family or, you know, they're a close friend of the couple, never trust them people. Those are the ones that can very easily start sleeping with one of the people in that couple, regardless of gender. But anyways, that being said, we should probably move it on to our main topic of today. Now, while I was on IG not too long ago, I was looking through a bunch of different things and you know there was this story that came in uh, where some babes were busy talking about k-pop and shit and you know they were discussing some story and there was this comment that I saw and it kind of hit at a very interesting stereotype that I've heard of before and it said she loved him but he loved her more we all know it works better that way and you know shorties were all over there like oh yeah it's true it's true that's proper facts and shit and Hola, what? Like, I can get it's a stereotype, but do you guys actually believe that? And I sat down and I thought about it because it's not the first time I've heard it. It's not the second time I've heard it. This is something that I hear a lot of babes saying. And hell, even guys say that as well when they're usually saying, oh, you know, make sure your man loves you more than you do. That way he won't cheat and shit. And I'm just sitting back thinking, what kind of dumbass shit is that that you're saying? Because... People usually think as though, you know, just because you're in love with somebody, you won't want to bang anything or anyone else. Almost as if you're trying to say that people in open marriages and open relationships don't actually love each other. But you know what? I get it. I get it. It's a very interesting belief. It's a belief that's been held by quite a number of people. So I figured, you know what? How about I challenge the belief on this episode? Just so that I can bring some context and actually make sure that people realize that this belief is more myth than fact. Because... Let me just start like this. It actually stems from the belief that all men can or will cheat on you unless he loves you, which I've already debunked right now. 
because it's not like people in open relationships don't love each other hell probably you could say that their love could be considered to be more potent than most other people because they know no matter who it is that they bang they're still gonna love their partner or at least that's how the agreement is and you know they choose to live by that agreement and they choose to stick by it the entire time you know not unless if the relationship ends or somebody cheats or some shit which is actually very possible and if you want insights on that and you want proper insights on open relationships battle of the sexes episode 54 has you covered it's called open relationships or open cheating but you know slightly besides the point but let me just bring it back a little bit so when you kind of think about the idea of a guy choosing not to sleep with somebody else because he loves you i still do feel like it's a bit narrow-minded because even when a guy ends up falling in love with you it's not like it's always love at first sight hell that rarely even happens it usually tends to be a fairly progressive thing and it's not like once the guy has discovered that he has feelings or that he's falling in love it's not like if he was busy hitting all of his hoes, he's gonna stop immediately. Nah, like it's gonna be a reduction. And obviously that comes in from, you know, when you're hitting it and at the end of it, you're like, you know what, I still miss her. Like that's part of the shit that, you know, kind of shows you that you might actually be in love or, you know, you might actually be pussy whipped. But, you know, that's usually a discussion for after you bang. But either way, it does kind of discredit that whole argument. Although probably the best way to kind of discredit it is to kind of use Future's Bible a little bit, you know, the book of misogyny, where Future says in the book of Negalations chapter 10 verses 38, if you want to know that you love her, make sure you go and hit a bunch of other babes. And if you still come back to her, then you know she's the one. Like, do you need more proof besides that? Like, that kind of moots it all in its entirety. But when you also think about it, arranged marriages for one second like just think about it a lot of arranged marriages don't come as a result of love it's usually from a result of trying to secure the family you know trying to make sure that somebody's kid gets a good husband or wife and shit and you know it happens quite a bit at least in this part of the world and if you were to say that you know if he loves you more than you love him you know it won't cause any cheating then that would also mean that arranged marriages just like open marriages and relationships aren't supposed to be working or you know they have the most amount of cheating which is highly questionable considering that a lot of these arranged marriages probably have the lowest cases of cheating possible at least you know on a report by report basis by you know a lot of people so if anything his love will not stop him from cheating and if anything that love can work very quickly and he might still end up cheating either way so you kind of have to ask yourself why it is that babes actually say this because guys also say this to a certain degree like hell i know y'all don't like r kelly you know a lot of y'all decided to cancel him you don't want to listen to his music and anything but if there's one thing that he said really well it was in 2010 when he came out and he said when a woman loves she loves for real like guys have been saying that day in day out you know when a shorty loves you you're good you know make sure your babe loves you because at that point you know that she's gonna love you for life and shit like we usually tell ourselves that shit and we usually strive to get a babe that actually loves us for real and it's pretty much roughly the same thing because we want a babe that loves us a hell of a lot more than we love her and in reality it's not that these beliefs are actually true but they've existed for such a long time because of the aspect of security because if anything 
we want to keep our hearts secure. Like we don't want to go through the pain and the heartbreak and everything. And what better way than somebody that loves you so much they're willing to do anything for you. And if you can get that in a partner, then you are assured that this person will not cheat on you. You are assured that this person will not lie to you. Then you are assured that this person will give you their everything and they will always do whatever it takes to make you happy. And if anything, I think that's the kind of ideal person that most of us want. The person that will actually make us happy, be our peace and be our everything. So if you can actually control the circumstances around it, then it's a lot better for you. And having somebody that has more love for you and is willing to do anything for you means that you can have some level of control in that relationship. And once you control that relationship, then you're good, right? Like, that's essentially where it's coming from. But the reality of it is, that situation in itself isn't really possible. Because, let's be honest, there's quite a number of you babes that are very indecisive. Like, the minute we decide to give you control of some things, y'all don't know how to make decisions and y'all end up throwing those decisions back at us. So, in a sense, we'll end up simping for all the wrong reasons and we'll end up making a bunch of wrong mistakes simply because she wants it, not necessarily because it's right. But then again, to make things even a little bit more interesting, this entire belief is actually based on the pretext that a woman will not cheat. And let's not play ourselves here, a lot of women actually cheat. And women have the exact same likelihood of cheating that men do on an ideal scale. Morals, values, and how somebody was brought up, you know, the kind of life decisions, choices, and you know, shit that's happened to them can make or break that. You know, it can increase or decrease the probability at any given point. But at the end of the day, men and women have the exact same likelihood of cheating. So having the belief that a man loves you more will make the relationship better might just mean that a guy will end up simping a lot more while his baby is probably cheating on him which isn't good for a relationship. But even then, even though you are to overlook both of those things, let me just say the one thing that makes this entire thing a myth. And I'll even drop the background music just so that everyone who has listened to the podcast up until this point can listen to this statement properly and in its full entirety. You cannot quantify love. You can't. You can only try to equate it to the actions and the words of the person that is telling you that they love you. But in reality, you cannot quantify love. If anything, that's probably the biggest piece of advice that you can pick from this episode. Like you can try and ignore everything else. But I kid you not, that is the one most essential piece of advice that I am going to give you for this episode. You cannot quantify love. So even though somebody said that, oh, you know, so-and-so loves this person more than this other person does, that's bullshit. If they both love each other, then they both love each other. Because it's not like you'll be able to measure the love based on how much PDA one person has over the other. Like... If somebody is okay with PDA here and somebody is not okay with PDA there, it doesn't mean that the love is less on one side or more on the other. If somebody is going to buy flowers, it doesn't mean that the love is more than the person that doesn't buy flowers, but say 
probably takes them on trips or say probably like spending time with them or say will do something as simple as making sure that he or she reminds their partner each and every day that they love them like it doesn't show whether one is more or less all it does is sort of try to equate how much somebody loves the other person based off of their actions and what it is that they're saying and hopefully you know all of it is coming with a lot of intensity and a certain amount of affection and you know it looks so lovely and shit you know maybe it might even end up on couple goals on ig and shit and that's where the problem will come from because people are equating love nowadays based on how it looks or how it sounds and worse still on an online level like if anything people actually start to equate love nowadays based off of more or less around two love languages out of the five and for those of you all that don't know the five love languages it's uh time physical contact acts of service words of affirmation and gifting and people nowadays equate love to gifting and acts of service they usually tend to ignore a lot of the other three a lot of the times save for you know the hand holding that can count as physical contact but you know it's not like people are gonna be gushing over the fact that you and your boyfriend or you and your girlfriend hold each other each and every night before you go to bed like it's one of those things that people can talk about but it's something that they'll gloss over and that creates the problem because people believe that if a man loves you more he's going to be doing all of these things and yet they're forgetting that some of our parents will come out and they say that they were in love but how they showed love back in their day is different from how we show love right now and showing love is going to come in different ways and a lot of those actions are going to mean different things based on different cultures at different times so if anything the idea of somebody loving you more is a little less fact and more of a belief that will make somebody sleep better at night knowing that their partner won't cheat on them although in reality the most that you can ever really do is hope that they do love you that they love you a lot and that they're going to continue loving you regardless of the good and the bad in you the rich or the poor for some of us you know whether you're sick or you're healthy regardless of anything and everything that can come your way and even those that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy cuz the truth is even though there is no actual one quote unquote we all would want to be the one for somebody else and want somebody that is the one for us but anyways that being said i know some people are probably thinking i'm on my sad nigga hours type of moment and they feel a little bit differently so i want to know your thoughts on this the dms are open on instagram it is at @breaktime on website on facebook it is also at @breaktime on website and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at @bagakadd thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening through castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and i will attend to them accordingly and i will catch you guys on the next break <laughs>